is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. I'm glad to be back. Yes, you were very missed. So glad you're back. Um, You weren't here last week, so you didn't know about the cards. Or though, I, don't I know. did. Oh, I list. do know about you, them, and I made a note of them. <laughs> I listened. <laughs> Even in your absence, you're on top of the cards. Yep. Yeah, so this is, uh, if you haven't listened to our podcast before, welcome. Yes. And this is the time when we talk about the cards we drew last week and how they um, how they interacted with our lives within the last week. Mm -hmm. So what you drew last week was Cracked Open from, what was it? Oh, shoot. Rebecca. Remember. Oh, the um, Star Seed Oracle. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then um, Britain drew the Empress card yeah. from the tarot. So I feel like f if it was real for you. It was. <laughs> why, why do you feel like that? Because I actually had a cracked mm -hmm. tooth. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And, um, oh, man, it's just... I like I never I, I have not gotten sick for I mean I can't even remember the last time I've had any kind of illness or any malady of any sort and so I'm like whoa yeah oh that's right like my body can have things happen to it yeah. you know and then to be the ugh, man getting a crown because it was a chipped crown and then I had to get a new one put on and it's just like really such a vulnerable yeah. thing to be in that chair and it's like so sensitive and I felt extremely just like shaken even yeah. though it was numbed i still <laughs> felt like oh my gosh it was just uh, traumatizing yeah i hate the dentist but yeah. also because i texted you and i was like i'm really feeling everything is up like i'm going through all of it are you feeling that way and you yeah. were like yeah yes yeah so i mean there was that literal feeling but it also it was connected i felt like to I mean, I feel like a lot of people, including me and you, have mm -hmm. been experiencing this sort of call to feel all the feelings. Mm -hmm. And I've been like really remembering. We, we we've talked about this recently, like remembering all these things from my past that oh. were so beautiful, like all these ways, even my relationship with my mom, like the beautiful, deep aspects of it and feeling like, yeah, that can all be there. Like I don't, I have had this tendency to want to not think about the past or mm. look at pictures from the past, just move on. Like I'm in the present now, mm. but there is, cause there's so much pain. I feel like just mm, yeah. moving on, moving, realizing those, there are times that are completely gone from my life and people who are just, I'll never see again. Because either they're dead or I just won't see them again. Mm -hmm. And it's so like painful, but so beautiful, this part of life. that part of life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's interesting because we talked before about how you get rid of all pictures. Uh huh. Well, not all pictures. I have some. Well, you have like a few I'm not select good. Yeah. Very. And they're like pictures other people have given me. It just hasn't been a priority for me to 
Do you think that's on. part of it though? The yeah. not wanting to, yeah, not wanting. Yeah, because like when past. Ted pulls out pictures, he has tons of pictures from our past. Oh. And he'll be like, Oh, look at this, look at this picture of Acorn, our old cat, or like yeah. look at this time we went on this camping trip and I'll just be like, No, no, and then he makes me look and then I <laughs> cry. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So you are really feeling, are you feeling the call? Like, I wonder what would happen if you looked at those pictures. Well, that's what I mean is like in the past, I have been like, no, that yeah. I don't want to. And now I'm just like, let me just enter into that. Yeah. Let me just be like, let myself feel all that love and have all those memories. And then if it feels sad and painful, just let that be there. Yes. So it it really, I think cracked open is a great way to describe yes. it. Yes. Wow. That's really amazing. Yeah. I, I had a lot of, what was interesting was for me, I was feeling like, I think I was picking up on the general paranoia and fear in the United States and also the oh, global yeah. energy. I think yeah. the earth, the 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 whole world is kind of looking at the U.S. and nervous, like what's going to happen or was. And it ended up being like bringing up old paranoia because I was like, oh, anxiety is in my system. I have to direct it somewhere. <laughs> so I started worrying about things, but I was able to like witness the thought and realize like, okay, this probably isn't real. It's just the anxiety I'm picking up, like an antenna picking up on that anxiety. Yeah, I mean, I think that's totally connected. I feel like it's all connected Yeah, to what I'm experiencing too and what so many people are experiencing. It's vulnerability. Yes, yes. And I was going to say something else about that too, but I can't remember now. It was just like, yeah, looking at that stuff and... I don't, I really, it really left my brain. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot of embracing this, the shadowy side. For me, I, I know what you mean. Like in high school, I wouldn't take, I wouldn't let anyone take my picture because I was so ashamed of myself. Oh. And there's still like a lot of shame from when I was in my early 20s. And yeah. I've been going back and re, imagining it and like reprogramming it that I was loved and I had a loving family and so I've been able to like to embrace that more and feeling love for myself but I do think that I want to look at I don't really have many pictures from that time but I do have a few and I want to look at them because my instinct now is that I'll feel a lot of compassion for myself yeah. Whereas before it was like, I don't want to look at it. Yeah. And I was really surrounded by, again, I think I've mentioned this earlier, like by people who also weren't good to me and thought badly of me. And so then I absorbed that. And then I'm like, oh, no. But really, it's just like if I had more belief in myself at that time, I wouldn't have been around those people. You know, and they had yeah. their, because they also had their own stuff about themselves. So they were projecting onto me and then I was projecting onto them. And, you know, yeah. this is what happened. It was a resonance. Yeah. So the more you, be I just keep coming back to this, the more you can love yourself at all these ages and love the whole experience, then you can lift yourself out of it to create more of what you the environment will reflect the inner environment's going to reflect the outer environment mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so I was able to invoke that empress, which was good. In the past, I wouldn't have been able to. And you mean like the self-love, the embracing a parent, inner parent? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I could see that as being connected to my cracked open experience too because it has been like just open up to all the love and mm-hmm. like thinking of all the people I've known and loved and con- been connected to and just – releasing like oh there was that weird story yeah oh, that's like so far in the past that it doesn't even matter it's like no just like let all of that love be there oh my gosh you know what's funny about this what you're saying right now is that you have a tendency to allow your anger you know to be like fuck that fuck that yeah that <laughs> you know, you're true. good at that and you're like looking back at your past being like, oh, the love and like feeling the love. Whereas I just, this is what I forgot I was going to say. I was looking back on my past and actually my guides told me about this, like to own. They were showing me this thing because I had this like plastic wrap kind of thing around my aura and I was well, started to remove it and I realized through their direction it helped me to realize that like, oh, that is because I need to own that what happened to me happened Mm. so like in childhood no it happened because I blamed myself so much oh yeah and I was able to be like oh yeah that happened and I've done enough work on my mother that she I just saw her leave like it was like Uh. because she was attached to that plastic wrap and but then I started going back (laughs) over people that had hurt me that I realized like I never fucking owned it like that oh oh, hey and I started feeling angry oh yeah that I'm allowed to own my anger because I have a lot of fear around owning my anger that because I was never allowed if I was angry in my childhood I was ex like forget it oh yeah yeah. I was totally like okay my she's not speaking to me now I was not allowed like what's the word not exercised um do you not know the know. word I'm talking about? No, I don't know. Okay. I'm not tuned it'll, into the meaning you're looking for. Okay, it'll. I mean, like xed out, but there's a word for it. Um, oh, I mm. can't think of it. Anyway, um, so the, I was never allowed to own my anger, and I have a lot of fear around owning it. But I was just like, no, I have to own it. That's the next brave step for me to take to show myself how, that I feel worthy. Yeah, I I actually remember going through that when I read um, the book about surviving sexual abuse. Mm. What's it called? The Courage to Heal? Something about the Courage. <laughs> courage to Heal? <laughs> the Courage to Heal. Yeah. I That's think. what it's called. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, when I read that, it does talk about um, that if you don't direct anger toward the person who abused you and the person who was your caretaker at the time, Mm. whether or not, you know, it really is immaterial whether they like actually knew or could have prevented it or anything, but like because the child will always turn the anger on themselves. Like it's just at at least an important part, important step when you're abused to be like, and I think, I mean, I think this applies to many things, not just abuse, like literal Mm -hmm. abuse, but, um, but that and it, it did feel so empowering just to be like, oh, yeah, like I don't need to be because it is anger and it has yes. to go somewhere. So yes. it will go to yes. you towards yourself unless you project it outward. And then you can always like 
move through that and heal it and work with it. But first, you have to acknowledge it. Own it. Yeah, like with Mm -hmm. my mother, I own a lot like, okay, it wasn't my fault. And I set good boundaries. And I know, you know, I don't deserve da 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 da. But I never really... um, I don't even feel a need to own the anger anymore. Like I feel really pretty complete with that relationship because maybe I did own it actually, just not. I, I she was imp- I could not direct it towards. So I couldn't be like I'm really angry. She'd be like, well, goodbye. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's actually she, is literally what happened to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know that. Oh, me too. That's why I was like, okay, I guess we're just not. T-. But mm-hmm. um. Yeah, my dad is the only reason that we ever were talking. If he hadn't been in the picture, we never would have, we probably wouldn't have been talking. But anyway, so, but there was like not in my kind of recent past with someone else where I was like, oh, I never actually fully owned it, but it is still terrifying. But I still know, like, I can see by owning it all the places where I haven't owned it. And it's just really interesting and clearing. and, And it really is a, like a reclamation of my worth. Like you deserve yeah. to feel anger. It's right. it's okay. It's necessary. Yeah. yeah. So I'm feeling angry. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is good. It's great. So that happened. Boy, what a week, huh? That's <laughs> a week. Yeah. It seems so long. It seemed like the longest. And short. Yeah. <laughs> I really do feel, I was telling you this yesterday, I texted you, that it feels like the beginning of the pandemic when every day felt a thousand years, yeah. but then also it was like the week's over. Like, yeah. 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 Time has done, you're totally right. I thought it was just me, but yeah, no, yeah, when you said that, not. I was having that too. Like yesterday, I don't even, I can't even tell you what I did, but I was doing <laughs> stuff all day. And then it was over. And then I was like, what? My to-do list doesn't look like I did much. But Oh, was- yeah. Me too. I haven't been able to do. I've been doing like one thing on my to-do list. And then I'm like, okay, I guess that happened. <laughs> yeah. Where did all those hours go? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, moving on, let's do um, our quick promotions. One for Goddess Provisions, which if you buy a Goddess Provisions box, it helps to support our show. So we really appreciate it and you will appreciate it because let me tell you, it's pretty great. Last box, they sent this beautiful moon. I have it hanging up behind me. Oh, yeah. I see it. Yeah. Wall hanging and... um. I mean, there was a lot. There was this beautiful wooden carved moon incense holder that has. Ooh, yeah, I'm holding it up. You guys can't see this. <laughs> it has but a Sagittarius constellation in it, and Sparkly. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's really nice. Um, like so well made, and and they also always have this a crystal and so many other things. It depends you know, on what I've- you. I've been burning that, um, you know, the candle that looks like an amethyst, amethyst cluster. Yes. Wow, that is a fun candle to burn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> lots of fun stuff in there. And they're also a great company to support because um, it's vegan, cruelty-free. Every box you buy, they plant a tree. So if you want to get one, go to our website, magicmondaypodcast.com. Yep, magicmondaypodcast.com. There's a banner on the side, or you can go to Instagram, and I think we have a thing, a link in our bio that links mm-hmm. to it. And yeah, like I said, it's a nice way to support the pod. So we appreciate it. We do. And, and yeah, 
Go ahead. We have, we're really excited. We have a manifestation course that we're teaching yes. in January, Natasha and I. And um, you can get on the waiting list now and you'll get a pretty good discount if you yes. get on the waiting list, yeah. which you can, you can learn about the workshop, the course at magicmondaypodcast.com and get on the waiting list. And it's going to be four weeks. We're going to have classes that you can watch and then we're going to have live Q&A sessions. It's going to be great. And it's Natasha, really do you want to add something about this? Well, I'll just say that I have been um, revisiting the manifestation techniques as I've been writing um, my portion of it. And I'm already like seeing changes in my life again by c coming back to it and expanding my energy more. And, and I will just say this course is it's important to me and I think to you too to add that it's not, this isn't like a good vibes only, think your best thoughts and you'll get what you want. This is shadow work. This is looking at where you're not feeling worthy as a way to expand your life. So it's a, it's, it does take work. It's not like a, um, you know, if you want to dive in and do that great spiritual work, it's like a really great way to do it. Yeah, so it's holistic. It's like, mm -hmm. is it about manifesting the stuff? Yeah, but it's also yes. about coming into alignment with your joy and with your sense of worthiness and with your natural flow and your alignment with the divine. So, yeah, there's, and learning like all how, the stuff. Yeah, to come back into this alignment to support yourself, self love, compassion. It's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun We're and excited. a really fun way to start the year. Yeah, it's perfect timing. Alrighty. And, um, oh yeah, if you would rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or, or what is it now called? I forget. Uh, it, it is, is called, called Apple Podcasts. That? Okay. Yeah. Or anywhere. We really are super grateful. Thank you so much to everyone who's left us a review. It helps people find us. So thank you and tell your friends. Um, is that it? Oh, mm -hmm. oh, but we are about to take some calls in a mo right now and we love them we're so excited that we got three um we have three calls we're going to answer today and if you want to leave us a message and ask us a question you can go to i mean you can call don't go to call 828-333-7181 i was worried you weren't, weren't going to do the second nah, do the it. second time um, yeah, so you can ask us a question there. We love it, as per mentioned earlier. And you can also ask a question at magicmoneypodcast.com. There's mm -hmm. an ask a yeah, question Yeah, and I button. love our questions we have today. Great yeah, questions. We do. We can't get to them all today, but we um, will next week. Um, and yeah, but keep leaving voicemails. Gosh, we love them all. Love them. Okay, so let's listen to the first call. Hi there, my name is Brandy. And I'm calling because I had a question concerning evil or dark spirits. And it's because I grew up a Christian. And, well, my whole life, most of my life I was a Christian. And in the last five years, I have left the religion. And now I consider myself a witch. And I'm also a yoga instructor. And I'm very involved in a new age beliefs. And growing up... I was told that if you if you go into new age that you will confront evil spirits and that um, it's dangerous. And obviously now I don't believe it's dangerous necessarily because I'm here and I love it and I, I have never come in any contact with any evil spirits as far as I am aware. 
But I do come across sometimes people that I know online who who had left Christianity and um, become either a witch or involved in New Age, and then they they announce that they're going back to Christianity or Jesus because they've they've run into evil spirits and that Jesus is the only one that can save them from these spirits. And for me, it confuses me because um, for me, like the religion for me in Christianity was very toxic. Um, the idea of Jesus is great, like outside of the you know, religious construct, but it's just a little confusing when I hear that. Cause I, I mean, I've only been a witch. I've only I, like a, called myself a witch for the last year but i've never come across any evil spirits um so i guess i just want your opinion on this idea of evil spirits and this idea of going back to a religion or jesus that can be the only way to be saved from these evil spirits and if you guys have any experience with this i love you guys thank you so much for all of your amazing energy bye Okay, thank you for that question. Do you want to? I love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love this question. <laughs> then you I feel so much excitement about answering this question. I love it. <laughs> because I can really relate. I mean, I was, my my mom uh, took me to Baptist church. That My mom and my dad were both raised Catholic and went to Catholic school And then I was baptized Catholic. And then when they divorced, my dad still was Catholic, even though he wasn't supposed to be after they divorced. (laughs) But my mom, yeah, you're supposed to not be. I mean, it used to be you weren't supposed to be Catholic anymore Uh. because you broke the rule. But Hmm. my mom became a Baptist and she was real, man, she was really afraid of evil spirits. Uh. Still is. And she was really afraid of the new age mm. and it was just like man i think the exorcist also had a huge effect on a lot of that generation the baby boomers passed on a lot of fear even my dad i mean i feel like he was like don't mess around with you know it was, he was uh, also cautious mm. so um was i was t- baby boomer my mom yeah mm-hmm. ah. so i was terrified of being possessed i had nightmares about it oh wow and um so so now this is something i've actually been thinking of lately a lot because i've been well i had a friend my friend janine hi janine if you're listening <laughs> she um hi, she was talking to me about QAnon, oh. and she was saying like a lot of this the the paradigm for QAnon comes from the christian um like good versus evil sort of polarity. Mm. And then I started really thinking about this because that good versus evil polarity is so limiting that it's like kind of like, I mean, how I think any polarity, like Democrats and Republicans, like we have two. So one must be, I mean, with with the Christian paradigm, I feel like many people, not all, but many will be like, okay, well, if we're the good guys, they are the bad guys. That's how it works. It's good versus evil. Which is also why I don't like um, all those movies about superheroes. Everyone loves them. I hate them. I just never like them because I just can't get into the whole good versus evil thing. I get that. And so it just, and it it isn't accurate. I mean, that isn't, it doesn't describe life. Right. Like it's not, 
people aren't all good or all bad. And I've been thinking about it also because I'm reading um, St. Teresa of Lisieux's uh, autobiography, which I've read before because I really love her, Story mm. of a Soul. And I had that visitation from her, so I, I'm rereading oh, yeah. it. And she's Christian. I mean, she's Catholic. She's a Catholic saint. And it was like at the turn of the century, late 1800s, early 1900s. And so she's like really in that good versus evil energy too, which I'm not. I mm -hmm. still really love her, but it's like I could just see how that – I just feel like it creates such a confusion. Yeah. And it create. I feel like it creates that like if I'm going to be either saintly and all good and filled with light and aligned with the good guys, then of course I'm in danger of evil. Like, you know, that that's yeah. just a natural – side effect. Yes. And I think it's just a really dangerous and an inaccurate paradigm, but if you hold that paradigm, yes. then it sets you up for a lot of that stuff. Yes. So so that's my feeling about it is it's the paradigm is the issue, but it once I have started to have to to feel like more grounded and more clear and aligned with spirit and like safe in my ability to protect myself, um I don't feel anymore like if there was like a, a dark entity or some kind of sad ghost or something, <laughs> I I wouldn't feel like sad I'm ghost. in danger of it. That'd be a good name for a band. Sad ghost. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it, it because also I mean that whole like like oh you're opening yourself up to this and this is now this is gonna latch on or I don't know it's just it's so fearful and yeah. it doesn't even it doesn't even make sense if you're really feeling like you're aligning with the divine then why would that even be something that you would need to think you're open to yeah. so it's just I I feel like shifting out of that but I can understand how if someone because it took me a long time to get mm. out of that paradigm so if someone still has that, which I had to read the whole Bible, I had to sit through the whole Bible on CD <laughs> in order to finally purge myself of mm. this in the back of my mind, this belief like, oh, I'm probably going to hell. I, I can't mm. help being open to these negative spirits because I just can't like not practice magic it just feels so yeah. important to me so i guess i'm going to hell oh, like that was still in my sad. mind yeah. yeah and so i had to listen to the entire bible on cd to be like oh yeah that's just a book I, i'm not buying it you know yeah 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 i agree with you i had a very different upbringing so i didn't have any of that i think i i've told the story maybe twice but my only my fear was that time that my son, I'm Jewish, but I wasn't told I was Jew. I was baptized and I didn't know I was Jewish, even though my mother was like straight out of a Woody Allen movie. But I didn't know that was not, I didn't know that was Jewish. But anyway, I went to Sunday school and the teacher was like, angels are everywhere. Do you remember this story? Mm -hmm. And then I was like terrified to be alone in my room. <laughs> <laughs> And my mother was like, oh, angels are not everywhere. Stop it. You won't go to Sunday school anymore if, if you're going to be scared of angels. So I was like, oh, okay. But anyway, in my experience as um, a energy practitioner, I've said this before too, is like I've seen all kinds of spirits, aliens, all of it. And 
The number one thing that I've known is that being neutrality is all that matters. If you are present in your power, if you're neutral, nothing can get in. And this is true in day-to-day life as well. If you're present in your, if you call your energy back to you, you're present, you know, whatever that means to you, being in the center of your head is what I call it, just like having your energy neutral. Um, Then even if you're upset and you're interacting with like, say, your boyfriend's mad at you, he can't get in your space because you're and you you're grounded in your space yeah. it's the same yeah. thing with with boundaries exactly mm-hmm. it's just boundaries we get all like oh spirits like they're scary <laughs> they're just they actually have less power than uh you know an annoying person in your life because oh, yeah. <laughs> even, no matter how ill-intentioned they have less power because they're not in a body and you are in a body yeah um I'm not saying spirits aren't powerful, obviously. Like, angels are super powerful, but they can't even, they even require, because they adhere to free will, you know, and also they're not in a body, so they can't influence, like, it's harder to feel unless you're aware of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So just being super neutral. And so, no, I don't believe that Christ is the only way that's really giving your power away to Christ. Christ was really great. I love him. (laughs) Yeah. A magician. Yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. Really high level. Mm -hmm. Um, As Howard Stern says, with a swimmer's body, a swimmer's physique. Although I don't know. uh, Yeah. And, and a black man or middle eastern man we see you know that's the point like we're made to believe that he was this white guy you know that was all powerful and we should give come on listen he was a very powerful is still powerful i believe his energy is maybe dispersed but the point is that you have the power you really do and um and you can ask him for for God, for source, for angels to help you. But um, if you are have clear boundaries, no. I barely, yeah. I sure I believe in, yes, there's negativity for sure, mm-hmm. but you can't, yeah, just be clear with your boundaries. Yeah, I will say that working with angels really, really also helped. Yeah. Because having a relationship with Archangel Michael and Archangel mm-hmm. Raphael is just like, well, I'll just call on those guys if I feel so. in danger. Exactly. <laughs> <But> also- <laughs> because they have power in that world too, more power because they are right. spirit. So if you just call in a higher light will always be more powerful than that, than, you know, lower darkness. Yeah. And then the fear I, I have just really seen. I mean, and that I feel like this is a kind of a catch 22 where it's like, Oh, don't be afraid of the dog because he can sen- smell your fear. And then it's right. like, well, now, I, now I'm really afraid of the dog. Yes, <laughs> you know? yes, like, yes. It, I know it's a catch for you too, but I do, I have experienced that the fear is the worst thing. Yes. I feel like that was what terrorized me as a child and even up into adulthood was the fear that just like not only my mom, my aunt too, they were both raised Catholic. And I feel like that that fear of darkness and Satan, I mean, that's like, well, that's what will get you into it, you know, and also judgment. It's kind of like, again, I'm just going to use people to demystify it. Like if you're judging somebody, that's a great way to get them in your space because you're kind of whacking them with energy and then they're going to come back to you. You open yourself up to it. 
So it's same thing with evil. If you're afraid, it's kind of a way of judging it in a way, yeah. you know, because it's yeah. like, oh, God, it's bad. So it's judging it when uh-huh. it's like, okay, well, that's just not a thing that I want in my life. And I yeah. would like it to leave. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All but right. neutrality, I think, is very wise because that's also the opposite of that, like mm-hmm. light versus dark or good versus evil. That is yeah. so. And I when you're harmful. judging, then you're like, oh, I'm light and you're dark or, you know. Yeah. Instead yeah. of being all of it, just yes. being present with all yes. of it, which I think that's embodied by the high priestess card of the tarot. But and, you know, Christianity and all religions really thrive on their being bad and good. Well, many. Many, I mean, not all. I feel that's like true. like Hinduism, not that any yeah, religion that's is true. perfect, Buddhism, but I, does, yeah, I love yeah. how Hinduism does have polarity, but it's like all different kinds of polarity that aren't there. It's not good versus evil. It's like mountain man versus businessman, you know, <laughs> Vishnu and Shiva and Vishnu, you know, or like beautiful, like love goddess versus, um, you know, like uh, intellectual sort of goddess, like that's uh, Lakshmi and Sarasvati. Oh, yeah. Like there's so many, and even Kali is not considered bad, even though she's like really can be pretty scary, but yeah. she's not bad. She's yeah. just like this kind of, she can be vengeful and um, like have righteous anger and be cleansing and yeah, get rid of the ego. And I mean, there's a lot yeah, of positivity. Yeah, too is like, you know, life contains suffering and to love all of it, the suffering mm-hmm. and the... Yeah, yeah just open up to all of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for your question. I hope that helped. So now we will listen to the next question. Hi, Magic Monday. My question that I would love for you guys to give us some information on is what what is the difference between an empath and being clairsentient? Is there a difference? Um, I feel like the word empath gets thrown around a lot. And is that like our new age way of describing clairsentience or is there a difference? Um, So thanks for answering my question. Okay, well, I love this question, too. I have to say that our guest next week, Luis Mojica, I think is how you say it, actually did a whole podcast on how empaths, becoming an empath is actually rooted in trauma. Which was, oh, I could see that. Yeah, that yeah. seems very true. Yeah, it's super interesting because you had to become super aware of your mm-hmm. environment in order to survive. And other people's thoughts yes. and feelings. Yes. Yeah, you had to really, really be tuned into that. So I love that concept. And and then, of course, you can, <clears throat> excuse me, empower yourself. It is a gift. And, and there's so, I think he says this too, that there's so much there's gifts in in trauma like you can yeah it's yeah. a superpower it can be a superpower definitely if you know how to set boundaries boundaries again right and it also does ask you to do a lot of work you know it's like making i feel like i've made a career out of it literally <laughs> out of <laughs> out of dealing with and healing and finding ways to work with the the trauma and how to channel it into power Definitely. I mean, definitely. I also have made a career out of it. I mean, I wouldn't, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be I wouldn't be who 
I am as a person today without having grown up in trauma. And so therefore right. I'm grateful for that. But is there a difference between the empath and how'd she put it? Clairsentient. Um, I don't think so. Do you? It depends. Well, okay. So I think it depends on who you talk to. These are words that are not, they don't have um, Webster definitions that are, I mean, they may, but mm-hmm. <laughs> not like set in stone. Uh-huh. Um, but when I think of the difference, what I was thinking was that um, clairsentients are always empaths, but empaths aren't always clairsentient. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Because it's like you could be an empath and you could not really have any mastery over it. It's just like you just feel yes. it can it can be like just codependent or I mean yes. extra open and not knowing where all these feelings are coming from. But then I think clairsentient, I kind of think of that as being having more mastery over it, like learning how to control it, how to set boundaries, how to notice when something is someone else rather than you, right. you know, and then to work with that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't really have, I'm just thinking if I have anything else to add to that. But yeah, that's what you can work, learn. I guess maybe that's when your em- empathy can become a superpower. Yeah. By making it clear, sentient, instead yeah. of just absorbing everybody's energy at a party and then feeling like shit after and not right. knowing why. <laughs> yeah, because clear, sentient, I mean, the root of it would mean clear feeling. Mm-hmm. And sometimes empathy is not clear. Sometimes yeah. it is, but uh-huh. sometimes it's not. It's just muddy and confusing and uncomfortable. <laughs> like yeah. Traumatizing. If you don't know, if you're not used to like being like, oh, I feel bad around that person because I'm mm-hmm. absorbing that energy and I don't want yeah. to. It's, yeah. Or yeah. I need to learn how to protect myself when I'm in an, like mm-hmm. at the airport or in a big crowd. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you that question and now our last question for today hi ladies my question is um, when you talk about bringing in different colors of light into your aura or thinking about different colors of light how do you determine what color to use thank you okay well once again a really great one (laughs) so many great questions we love our (laughs) listeners um, what do you want to say about it? I feel like you should start this one. Too. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's funny because I do bring in a lot of colors for a lot of different reasons. It's true. Um, so, uh, well, I'm just thinking because I often don't see colors as much. Um, I'm more of a clairsentient and clairaudient um than clairvoyant, I guess. Is that what mm-hmm. that is? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, for instance, at the end of my sessions, I always have people bring in pink with gold flecks, which is um, unconditional love for themselves and others. So, you know, I mean, there's definitely different. So that's why we bring in pink. There's also um, different colors, like certainty is blue. So I guess I'm just explaining all the things that I and, do. Yeah. And humor, you've had me pu- uh, draw in humor, which was oh, teal? Yeah, that, it was, well, it was like a greenish blue. Yeah. It's okay. A green, yeah. Teal. The, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's funny. I never see it as teal, but it's I guess when you said greenish blue, that's what I pictured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing I was really going to say is go with your intuition. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. if you're seeing a color, ask it 
what what is this? Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes at the end of a session, um, most of the time I have people bring in pink with gold flex, but then sometimes um, I'm like, oh, what's that color? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, and then I'll be like, what is that? And then I'll I'll hear what it is. Um, but um, yeah, so I would just say go. With, yeah, there's colors for amusement. That's what I had you bring in before, I think. Um, there's colors for, for really every feeling. If you're aware, if you think like that, if you can see like that, and, and so gold, just, you've had me uh, draw in oh, for yeah. validation. Well, that is like a. I see validation as um like a moonlighty color. That's how oh, I see validation. Yeah. But also, people tell tell me like, oh, I'm seeing it this way. I'm like, great, bring it in. You know, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's like creativity. Like what feels good right now? Oh, yeah, they're that color. That feels yeah. really good for this. Gold is the color that I always have people bring in because in my – I really resonate with this idea that gold is your highest information, that um, <coughs> that gold is a really beautiful thing to – color to bring into both cleanse and then also fill you with your highest yeah. information and anchor i feel like it anchors you it's yes. like, uh, it it has this like sort of sort of magnetic energy but like in an anchoring way like a heavy anchoring into the earth but then it's also cosmic it just yes. feels so balancing like a holistic balancing yeah. energy and the way i was taught at the school that i went to they don't bring in white light because they say that attracts all kinds of guides like it's just like kind of like a uh like a not a flashlight what's that called a spotlight um for all guides to be like hey what's that like hey (laughs) yeah so that they say not to do that but i i kind of disagree with that if you i feel like if you have good boundaries then you can bring in whatever color resonates and sometimes you need a a white light and just you know you can just affirm i'm only bringing in my highest good yeah i work with diamond white light when i do akashic clearing and often with archangel metatron because it's like that cosmic Mm. light but it usually i always am anchoring it into the earth light which i do think of as gold Uh so that's like archangel sandalphon and Mm -hmm. i think of them as two sides of a battery Mm. um but that anchoring maybe helps with that but the the diamond white light does feel really clearing to me. Yeah, yeah. I think also, um, yeah, I think it's a little fear based the way I was taught that because and there's a whole reason they feel this way. But the but like when I, my guides lately have been <laughs> helping me. Like they've been basically building a plane of existence for me to play on. Have we talked about this? No, that sounds awesome. Oh, we haven't? I thought we did. Um, Yeah, it's been pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize that's what was happening. when. Remember I told you I did the Merkaba meditation and then they were like, okay, we'll take it from here. And they like have been building this thing around me. And I realized that they've, oh, I guess I talked to Brett about it, that they built me, they're kind of like building me this playground, like so that I can be like in the light, like anchored in it up there. 
and that's so neat. I love that. It's really fun. And then look at my timelines and stuff and and change them and like from this place. And and they put these crystals in my hands. (laughs) Um, I'm just laughing because, you know, it sounds out there, but it's literally out there. In another plane of existence. <laughs> so, but yeah, and they, my whole point is that I, they give me white light. Like I'm working with white light, but it's very clear white light. I mean, it's like really clear. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't think you should fear the white light, but that's so neat. It's like you have a, your own sort of temple office to yes. do your magical work. Yeah, it's like that's a beautiful. temple office. It's like, Every time they set me up and it's like, oh, okay. And it's like kind of like I'm in the middle of a sphere in mm. the middle of where I'm not sure where I am. And then today it was like this whole group. Remember I told you it was like White Walkers, but I mean not evil though. Oh, yeah. Today there was a lot more of them and they just like showed up with love. Ooh. I kind of got the feeling that they were talking about Martian energy, but they didn't look like aliens. It wasn't yeah. alien, so I'm not sure what's going on there. Martian? Like yeah. from Mars? Yeah. Oh, interesting. But they weren't aliens, like how we think of aliens on yeah. Mars. Like, you know, and I've seen aliens as we know, <laughs> listeners of yeah. the show, and they look different. These look like beings of light, but oh. it, they were talking about Martian energy, which is also interesting because I'm in my Aries progress sun. Oh, right. And that's Mars is the ruler. I wonder if I still I really felt like those uh, zombie hordes of light were ancestors. I what zombie up- hordes of light? <laughs> <laughs> the ones you mentioned, like the White Walkers, that were like, oh, but, like oh, good yeah. guy White White Walkers. Oh yeah, they. Oh, you thought they were ancestors? I mean, I kind of tuned into that, and I when I did a Good Vibe Tribe web chat about ancestor magic, I I wondered how many direct ancestors does one person have, and I googled it, and it took a long time to kind of get an estimate, but <laughs> it looks like from the last twenty thousand years, it's something like like within the last twenty thousand years, any given person could have up to six billion, or like somewhere in the realm of six billion ancestors, direct ancestors. Can you imagine how many like mothers and fathers we have? Because like a direct, we're directly descendant from that that many people. But that it would be the theory though that there's no reincarnation. I feel like. Well, no, I mean like literal ancestors. I mean like in our DNA as humans right now. But you mean like that the people that we have come from that there yeah. would be yeah. But I'm saying that if we had been reincarnated, that could oh be that one they wouldn't be in, on the other side. Yeah, like that they that those ancestors right. Well, yeah, no, some of them are reincarnated. I mean, I yeah. I still think some of them would be reincarnated, but I also think that there would be many that would be watching over us on yeah. the other side. I mean, six billion, we yeah. got a lot to spare. <laughs> That's true. Reincarnating, but mm, yeah, that that made me were. like because I never thought about that, but it's like. All of those grandmas and grandpas would be like, I mean, many of them, maybe lots of them wouldn't care, but many of them would be like, oh, that's my baby. You know, like to just really feel that love. Yeah. You're not coming from a loving family. It's like the concern is always like, 
they don't give a shit. <laughs> oh. But the ones that I, if those were ancestors, they were very loving. But I did get the, I kept hearing Martian, like Mars. And I wasn't sure. I didn't go into it too much because I just wanted to experience the feeling. Yeah, maybe you can explore that more. I'm curious. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll ask them next time. Yeah, I'll what's up Tess with the Martian info? Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying Mars? <laughs> say that to them. I did say that. I did keep <laughs> hearing Mars. Okay, I just want to say one more thing about, we have one more, it wasn't really a question, it was more of a comment. Oh, wait, I want to, sorry, I got oh, off topic, yeah. but a little more about the light. Um, yeah. I also really like to work with rays. So there are a couple of books I've read oh, that yeah. really uh, sparked my creative spiritual imagination with working with color and rays of light in my aura. And one of them is called Personal Alchemy by Amber Wolf. And mm. it is out of print, but you yeah. can find a used copy. Um, and the other one is actually The Female Archangels, which we spoke with oh, Calista yeah. here on the show. And she, in that book works with angels and rays of light, different kinds of beautiful colors of light that you can pull in when you're working with certain angels. And the way that she talks about it, it's really inspiring. So that's some, just some getting some creative ideas for you with working with color. Oh, and I talk about it in Holistic Energy Magic in my book. Oh, great. Just throw that in there. I'm just looking at the question and realizing that um, we – we're behind on some other questions, but we'll get to it next oh. week. Sorry, everybody. Um, so I, I was that all? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, okay, so next I just want to um, share this message that we got from Sherry, who said, Hi, y'all. I just wanted to share something I found really powerful following a couple of recent episodes. I tried combining Natasha's technique for rewriting difficult memories and Dr. Carolyn's ex existential kink techniques and found by reliving shameful and embarrassing memories as if I had owned the shame at the time, I have been able to clear some very stubborn old guilt I'd been carrying around for years. I really hope this idea can help some other people. It was so cleansing. Brightest blessing, Sherry. Um, so I just wanted to say that I'm realizing, well, that yes, this is part of what I, um, I think it, it's not actually combining them, but this is also what I was just saying to do too, is to go back in the timeline you know what, now I'm realizing that maybe I was saying both of those things. Because I was saying go back in the timeline and both love yourself at that time. Yeah, so I have, that's what I was saying at one point. Like I was imagining myself, I think I talked about this going back to the Twin Peaks time when I felt very ashamed of myself and like loving myself in that time and um, really, yeah, owning it and just... Because Natasha worked on the show Twin Peaks when oh, she yeah, was in sorry. her early 20s. I was 20, yeah. 20 years old. Yeah. Um, and um, so like loving myself, really honoring that. And then I had the, well, my guide showed me the idea of actually going back and rewriting it as if it happened, as if it kind of never happened, actually, as if I was in there like 
oh, I was completely happy there. I was like, yeah, owning my power, owning the whole experience. I felt loved. I felt appreciated, the whole thing. Because your subconscious doesn't know the difference between what's happening and what isn't happening. Like they, if you tell your subconscious enough, it believes that that's your experience and you start feeling worthy. So I'm not, Either way, it doesn't matter if she combined them or if she didn't combine them. But the point is, that's part of what we're going to be teaching in our manifestation class. Yeah, like the dynamic of that. Yes, the whole thing. And I'll be making meditations to send you to those places to redo it. It's going to be really powerful because, yeah, as Sherry said, and thank you for sharing, sharing, Sherry, it's super powerful. Owning your shame lately, like... Just run. Anytime I'm embarrassed or I think of an embarrassing thing, I'm just like, oh, okay, I need to go in there, (laughs) go into that experience and feel it because that is bringing it to the light so that Mm -hmm. it's not dominating, you know, so that I I can love all of it. There's not stuff in the shadows. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. And bring uh, compassion to it. And remember that everyone has that. Every, we all feel shame. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that adds to the feeling of shame is this feeling like oh and i'm the only one who's ever done anything that embarrassing what's my problem and it's just like everybody everybody that's really powerful that's one of the things like in the self-compassion um technique the one of the phrases to say like anybody would feel this way yeah putting your hand on your heart and just saying anybody would feel this way yeah is really and because you know it's that carl jung line that carolyn elliott teaches to that mentions too in the book is um what is it i always mess it up if you call I know, I'm forgetting it. the unconscious oh <clears throat> yeah something up basically that the unconscious oh destiny something about destiny i don't know well if you call the uh, basically the un- <laughs> we call the unconscious what fate like so it's going to rule your life if you oh, don't right. look at the con if you don't bring the unconscious conscious if you don't make the unconscious conscious you're going to it's going to rule your life and you will call it fate i think that's what it is yeah okay yeah because so all of that embarrassment and stuff whatever it's around is around stuff that you don't feel worthy about and Mm -hmm. then that stuff is gonna end up in your life so to love yourself in those places Mm -hmm. makes you your life what you want it to be just like yeah be open to all of it and then it brings you so much courage too because you're like whatever happens today whatever happens in my life i'm gonna accept myself and love myself and know that it's you know part of the human experience yes and i'm gonna feel safe whatever happens i have myself and i'm gonna feel safe Mm -hmm. in there which is geez is not how i used to feel me neither oh god all right, so that was a lot of time on questions. It's a good thing my segment's not very long. Oh, okay. So now it's time for the energy report. You know, I haven't talked about my song in a while, but I feel like maybe for the new year, and this is real, I'm feeling a new energy for the energy report song. Oh, People God. are not going to like that. Not- on board. It's not, I don't listen. think that's going to go well for you. Listen. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything listen. just to see. Listen. <laughs> Sometimes it's time for a change. Okay? People may not like it at first, but then they'll realize. Okay. okay. 
So anyway, I'm making this one short. We've said a lot. And <laughs> um, the energy report is the um, basically the energy trend that I'm seeing for the week and what I've seen in my clients and myself. And as we've said, a lot of shit has come to pass, man. <laughs> is that what the Big Lebowski line? Something like that. <laughs> um, there's been a lot of shadowy stuff and it's been challenging some would say hard and what I've noticed is actually really helpful right now is if you're having an especially hard time just to get back to basics so one I'm not here to like shame anyone or, or feel like like you've got to do this but having a, a real practice if you haven't had one or if you've stop doing it it's great to just come back to it like a regular yes. journaling or meditation or both um <laughs> i mean we've talked about our daily stuff and it's long mm -hmm. um but even just you know taking a few deep breaths and noticing where your body is in the morning and maybe even throughout the day as i often say i'm a big believer in little things throughout the day so that you don't feel like you don't have time, you can still do that. Like just notice if you're on a work call, oh, I want to call my energy back to me right now. Um, like make sure your energy isn't going into the screen if you're zooming. Um, or just take noticing where are you feeling tension in your body as you're talking. Um, bringing in gold light, as I said, throughout the day is so great. So just these real um, check-ins with the self and of course it's it's just gonna make your life easier you know so that when these flows happen you feel more prepared you're more centered yeah. you have more self-compassion putting your hand on your heart and just saying may I be kind to myself in your head throughout the day um it's just, it just makes such a big difference yeah. you know it really does and of course if you do even just a little bit more, like meditate for even 10 minutes, five minutes in the morning or do whatever you feel is, you know, really helps you that you know helps you that maybe you haven't been doing. Just try it. Like just journal out a page, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, that's really what the energy report calls for. Just gentleness, but but getting yourself into this kind of check-in and routine. Um, yeah. The last thing I'll say about it is my guides keep talking to me about receiving and how important receiving is. And I'm not entirely sure why they keep talking to me about it, but it has, I have noticed like it, it's just such an important part of the ebb and flow of life to be able to receive and you know, I, I heard this phrase that I put on Instagram, which is um, gratitude is the practice of receiving what you already have. So like, I think part of it is being aware of how much we really have already. Yeah. And so if you can, this could be another nice thing. Just think of five things in the morning that you're feeling that you can receive into your life that you feel grateful and talk for and talking about manifesting again, you know, building up that muscle of receiving is really important in manifesting because 
Well, you have to believe that you can have it to receive it, but you also have to know how to receive. (laughs) And if you're just like not taking in your environment, then you can't bring in things. Mm -hmm. So that's really it. Just like being really gentle, coming back to yourself, calling your energy back to you, filling up with gold light. Those are my go-to ones that really help. You know, there's a woman in the Divine Resonance Magic program, which is like a part of the Good Vibe Tribe, who mentioned uh, in our last mastermind meeting that she'll do when she needs to throughout the day as a little anchor, she'll think of three things that she's grateful for and one thing she loves about herself. Oh, I love that. Isn't that's that a good really one? nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And when I think of re- receiving, like coming into receptive energy, I think of the moon. How the moon is just like receiving all that light from the sun and radiating it. That process of like not that active radiating, but still just by being there and bringing that light in, then the moon has that healing like that the the healing light or the kind of quality of the light of the moon, I think, helps me get into that energy of receiving. Yeah, I love that's really great. Yeah, so it's a short energy report, and it can be just a short little practice for everybody to do that. Those little things throughout the day, because I do that, I realize, like, throughout the day, I'll do these little things to come back, you know, or to remind myself, like, just checking in with my body. Where am I holding tension? Noticing. And the self-compassion is a big, big one. Yeah. So that's it. Okay. I love it. And now it's time for Practical Magic. So I'm really fascinated that your energy report was about receiving because when I sat down to plan Practical Magic, I heard give, giving, offering, giving. I know. So um, generosity, like getting into the energy of generosity. And I think in a really similar way, I mean, these are two aspects of magic and metaphysics and manifesting, both receiving and giving, projecting. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you. Oh, no, go ahead. I I just want to say that like it's actually, it sounds opposite, but as I was saying, I think that like that my guides were showing me that because – for some reason, the ebb and flow yeah. is being emphasized. So, yeah. It's a feedback loop. Yes. Yeah. That, because when you give with – when you have generosity with joy, when it's not like a like an obligation or guilt or some kind of externally imposing, when you really get into the energy of it and offer with love, um, then you – instantly also receive at the same time you're still you're feeling energized you're feeling joyful you know it's there's no there really isn't a separation and also when someone offers something to you or the divine offers something to you and you receive it that's a gift to them because people love that when you receive fully receive even if it's like a compliment yes nobody likes to give a gift and have someone be like "Mm." Or yeah. you shouldn't have, I, like, yeah. I really mean it. Like, well, all right, why did I then? If you're not even right. going to take it. Even like, like and- with compliments, when you give someone a compliment and they don't want to receive it, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, it feels it's Like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> why did I say that? Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, so generosity tap. And I really think this is also going to be super healing for this challenging time for so many of us energetically sort of just a little wonky of a time, mm-hmm. you know, to tap into, um, I think, set the intention to connect with what do you want to give in on all levels like mm. what you could even like you could journal about it you could meditate on it you could think about it as you drift off to sleep and wake up in the morning like what is it that i want to give and that could be like love that could be presence that could be um just like little gifts to your loved ones. It could even be like offering when you do your holiday shopping with joy. Like, oh, what's going to be fun for me to give? Not like, oh, what should I get that person? Because that's what I'm supposed to do. But like with joy, like how can I offer something with joy? Maybe it's something you make or maybe it's something that you select with just like, you know, tapping into this person who you love. But it can also be, you know, what do you want to offer the world like what is it that your soul wants to offer and even um i've talked about this book before but there's a book called the life you can save that really inspired me to do how now i do an akashic clearing a week and i offer all of the money from that to charity and it it, the way that it's it's written by a moral philosopher who actually inspired the show the good place he like helped inspire that show i didn't know that yeah, the, the creator of The Good Place wrote the introduction to it. But oh. it's, the way that he sees the world and the way that he sees charity and generosity, it's so inspiring and it feels so true. So if you feel drawn to it, I mean, if this is r- ringing any bell with you, you might want to check out the book, The Life You Can Save. Yeah, I got that already. I highly recommend it. Because that's that energy too. It's like all levels is what I'm tapping into with mm-hmm. Practical Magic this week. Any way that you can give with joy, like something that feels like it's going to charge you up. It's going to help you feel connected. It's going to help you feel inspired. Mm-hmm. It's going to help you feel like you. It, and that is going to fill you with meaning, fill your life with meaning. Yeah. So you can take a bath. You can think about this while you're taking a bath. You could light a candle for it. You know, you could take a walk. I love taking a walk in nature and being like, I'm just going to think about this one topic mm-hmm. while I'm taking a walk because so much always comes to me in the bathtub and when I'm taking a walk. And you could even create like a manifesto, like a business plan type of thing about like all the different ways you want to offer and give mm. like energetically to the people you love, to your community, to the world, mm. in your career, mm-hmm. your family. I love it. That's really great. I was just thinking about how like when you give like at Christmas like or Hanukkah or whatever holiday you celebrate like um, kids are so fun to give to because like it's like it makes you feel so good (laughs) to see their joy because kids generally if they get something that they want like they express it, you know, and they really receive it. Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking of that energy to give when you're giving is like to think about that. I don't know. Yeah, I think that it's also fun to think of that as far as gratitude goes, like that joyful. I was yeah. I was talking to some in, in the Divine Resonance Magic Group. We were talking about gratitude and um, I was talking about how getting stamps 
like finding new stamps being like like for some reason i have this childlike joy of getting new stamps yeah <laughs> i feel fun. like that's a kind of an energy that childlike gratitude yeah that's true also. yeah to think about that as you receive it I or feel you like stickers oh yeah i love stickers they're so yeah. fun i was thinking like every <laughs> our whole family is like really so grateful for all of our animals and we're always like just receiving them you <laughs> are joy. yeah i love that <laughs> so funny uh, i often think about my kids when they have relationships after their partners being like okay i saw the cat he's in the same <laughs> i get it and being like what is his problem or her problem i love that you guys are like that because you have so many animals yeah. to well, think that you continually are able to be present with how grateful you are for them is really inspiring it's probably why we have so many animals well yeah my mother but is also, really feature oh, sorry what were you gonna say oh no i just mean it's also inspiring like oh, you, you guys nice. don't it's not like oh yeah we have a lot of cats it's just how it is oh no we're we love these animals yeah um it, my, I was going to say my mother's figuring heavily into this episode, but she <laughs> I remember her saying to my brother and I, the way you two carry on about these cats, it's like we got them yesterday. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> We've always like, that's one thing my brother did appreciate, does appreciate Aww. animals. Um, but they were like, you know. Very main source of love in that house. They were very cute, those cats. Anywho, oh, should we do our housekeeping real quick? Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com. Ask us a question there. We have a really nice little Facebook group, Magic Monday Podcast listeners. You have to ask to join, but... um, We'll accept your request. We will accept Unless you're a bot, we'll accept your request. Um, and Matt, oh, yeah. So if I accidentally deleted it, that was a mistake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I did that one time. Um, and Magic Monday Pod, just to, on the regular Facebook, not the group, and Instagram, Magic Monday. Um, we're not doing a power hour this week because it's Thanksgiving, but maybe the next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, call us at 828-333-7181. And I think that's it. Is that it? Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, tell us where we can find you. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you can sign up for our our class on oh, yeah. page too. Oh, yeah. At com. And you can find me at Highest Light Healing on Instagram and Facebook and uh, highestlighthealing.com for my website. If you want to schedule a reading or um, take a class, look around, see what you like. There it is. Yeah. And the 11 for 11. She has yes. some cool stuff, little inspiring things you can get on Thank her site. Thank you. And you can find me at TessWhitehurst.com. You can find me on Instagram at Tess4444. You can find me on Twitter at TessWhitehurst. And on YouTube at TessWhitehurst. Did I already say Facebook, Tess Whitehurst author? I, I don't think did. so. Oh, okay. Facebook is Tess Whitehurst author. And on my website, which is TessWhitehurst.com, there's lots of spells and free spells and guided meditations and all kinds of stuff. Great classes and your book. What about your book? Oh, right. Yeah, I have a new book and it's called Little Guide to Love Magic. Yeah. 
Everything you can get it on, including web spells. Amazon and your website. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now we're going to pick our card for the week. Yeah, I'm picking well, from the Muse Tarot again because it's here next to me. Um, should I say what I picked? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I picked the Muse of Inspiration, which is oh. a really beautiful card. Look, I just want you to see it. It's so cool. Ooh, it's like a Gemini energy because oh, there's yeah. twins. Okay. So it says the keywords are abundance, earth energy, material success, the journey of creating prosperity, being able to provide for those you love, gratitude, comfort, Ooh. wealth, health, happiness. Um. Thanksgiving. So, oh, so Thanksgiving. Yeah. It says, oh, right. That's funny. We talked about gratitude and it's Thanksgiving. I forgot about it. Um, also, of course, indigenous people. Oh, no, that's a different day. Well, I think about Thanksgiving as being a day of. Oh, right. Yeah. And not really such a great day. Of, I like to un- honor the indigenous people. The right, right. Native Americans on that day because it's a terrible day. Um, but we always yeah. honor them at our table. Okay. In the gar- this is what it says. In the garden of life, she finds herself at a door. Above it sits the muse of materials reflected in all of nature. She whispers from the flowers, the grass, the trees. She flitters among the birds and babbles in the creeks. This muse uses all the materials of the earth to bring her world into form. You know what? I feel like this reminds me of how Native Americans, you know, use the whole earth and, Mm, you know, which is something we don't really do anymore. Um, She looks down and offers a lesson of manifesting and abundance. Sweet creator, these things are yours for the taking and the using. The fusing and the gentle forming, your harvest, little sprout, arises from the earth to ground into her low humming energy and breathe in her humidity and warmth. It's time to take another small step toward the gardens of life and commit to watering, healing, dancing, and loving as much as you can. Material success and joys are arriving. Seek the grounding energy of earthly delights and know that your own fertile lands are blooming now. Ah, so Thanksgiving. Yeah, it really is. I like it. Yeah. And it also is really about like this giving and receiving, like planting in the earth, giving and then receiving the bounty. Yeah. Yeah, The word harvest was in there. Yeah. So I am drawing from my Cosmic Dancer Oracle, my very own Cosmic Dancer Oracle. And I drew communicate with spirit. Mm. It's this picture of this woman in a spiral of light amidst standing stones. And it says, when it comes to receiving divine guidance, human language can only go so far. That's why art and ritual exist. We can receive, perceive, and communicate that which goes beyond linear thinking. When you enter into the timeless dimension through dance, art, or meditation, you will discover the answer or answers you seek. Consulting a deck allows you to delve deeper and expand further in order to merge your awareness with the cosmic dance itself, known by many names including spirit, infinity, divine presence, pure awareness, the great holy mystery, and god, goddess, all that is. When you look to the finite world, you will see the convincing appearance of drama, discord, limitations, and lack. But when you look beyond this appearance, you will see that the three-dimensional world is nothing more than a hologram, a fantasy crafted by the human ego that will dissolve as quickly and as surely as our nightly dreams do the moment we awake. In truth, all is one. 
And that one reality is eternal, conscious, dynamic, expansive, and alive with intelligence. So it goes on in this way. So <laughs> to you <get> merge, <laughs> merge with the divine. I feel like both of our cards really remind me of how much I've been going out to the creek. Like every day I go out to the creek and I just like look at the sky and listen to the water and look at the rocks and feel that connection. And it just really shifts my energy, helps yeah. me get into a different headspace. And I don't bring my phone. So it's like not in any way about sharing this experience yeah. or documenting it. It's yeah. just about being in it. That's so good. Yeah, get out in nature. That's, yeah. That'll be if you can. That's if you really... can, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a Thank wonderful you. Thanksgiving. about them and I made a note of them. <laughs>